session, and today we are going to have Business Science 101. Let's, uh, let's start class, shall we? Notebooks out. Good morning, class. My name is Rob. This is Everyday Heroes. Thank you for joining us on another class and session uh, video. We're under the official Rock Blaster Network. If you haven't yet, hit up YouTube and Twitch, hit that bell, boom. All right, so business science really is the science of business, how you operate, how you transform, how you grow. All the aspects of business that are more data um, uh, heavy versus just general opening a business. Now, one of the biggest businesses around is the supermarket. A supermarket basically is any store that supplies, you know, food, household goods, sometimes vitamins, uh, pet supplies, all that good stuff. So that's what they say. OKCredit.com, a uh, credit website, wrote a little blog about it, and they say exactly what I just did. A supermarket is basically a large shop where customers can purchase everything. They include things like I did, grocery items, staple food, meat, drinks, beverages, and other products under the same roof. As the setup of a supermarket is large, the process of its operation can get complicated. So they're going to break it down as we will in this uh, video here. Number one, integrating farmed products and stapled ones. One of the primary concerns of a supermarket is to sell farmed goods like a fresh market. This makes up a significant portion of the stock of a supermarket. So we know that obviously, <laughs> excuse me, to um, <laughs> excuse me, help small businesses, help farms, obviously help the community. Supermarkets want to place in as much as they can, and it ends up being so. Things like this, examples, produce, your fruits and vegetables, um, uh, hand, or natural products, organic products, uh, the, uh, the meat section, you get that from farm, obviously people who raise pigs and cows and chickens, stuff like that. Your eggs come from there. Even theoretically stuff like your dairy, your milk and your yogurt, because that has to come from an animal to be created. The next one up, provide exciting shopping facilities. Now, to improve customer base, they say a supermarket always offers exciting deals. Moreover, the supermarkets concentrate on the aspect of maintaining good hygiene, unlike the traditional open fresh markets. So, customers get a lot of opportunity to try different brands and products that are normally unavailable in local markets. A local market, a fresh market, a flea market, a... Um, uh, farmer's market. All those things will give you specifically stuff grown by people in the area, which is great. However, what a supermarket does is it gives you the products that you can't get there. You get different products. You get hygiene stuff. You get pet supplies. You get, sometimes if it's a large enough supermarket, you can get home goods like storage things. You can get uh, laundry um, uh, uh, products. But it is good and it's very important because a lot of times you want to be able to get everything under one roof to make it easier on the person for time and possibly even money because many supermarkets and even places like Target and Walmart that now sell majority more food than they used to, they give you the deals, they give you the money discounts. So it's great. Number three, easy payments. Majority of payments are cash-based. The scenario is different, however, in case of supermarkets in urban and metro cities where you can pay online or through debit and credit cards. Now, what's great is if you have delivery like Instacart or Shipt, like we use the latter, you can get everything brought to you 
you put in your number, you uh, check out, and then boom, if there is a substitution, if there is a difference in price, you'll get the money back. You'll It might be a couple more bucks if the substitution is more, but easy payments are key, whether you're in store or not, because you need to make it easier. So what do we have so far? They want to have farm fresh products, check. They want to have the ability to sell all sorts of products as well, number two. And number three, easy payments. Now, number four, stock tracking. This is super important. This keeps the supply chain intact and leading supermarkets are efficient as part of the job. It gives certain commodities at a discount to get rid of pre-existing inventory. This ensures higher sales. On the other hand, customers get attracted to this as it never occurs in traditional market. So number four on here, super important, you need to make sure that your stock is being tracked. If you have too much of something and it's not selling, you're going to do one of two things, right? You're going to stop selling it because nobody buys it, or you're going to heavily discount it to get it out the door and replace it with other product. This happens all the time. Many a company will go will stop being sold because it's just no longer popular. Why? Well, it probably ran its course. Does it mean you can't find it anywhere? No, you can find discontinued items, so to speak. You can find old items, so to speak. You just got nowhere to look. But in the business perspective, supermarkets need to make sure that, well, <laughs> excuse me, they continuously have a flow of items. Now, <laughs> excuse me, um, there's types of supermarkets. There's four traditional ones. We have the supermarket. We have the limited assortment market, which is just that specific products. We have the fresh format supermarket. That would be something I think like a Whole Foods or a uh, Sprouts. And then we have the warehouse supermarket. That would be something like maybe a smart and final. Now, non-traditional, we have the super centers, the wholesale clubs, and the dollar style supermarket. Super centers and wholesale clubs, you got Sam's Club, you got Costco, lots of goods, the same goods, but in bigger package packaging. Now you have the opposite, the dollar style. You have the dollar store, you have the 99 cent store, which sells the same product. It is off brand, but it's much cheaper and usually can get more. So what's the difference there? You have the traditional, which is probably 98% of what you have, but Costco, Sam's Club, Target, Walmart, those are up there. So maybe it's more of like a 70-30 now. You still have a lot of supermarkets, but a lot of warehouse stores are popping up more and more. And then, of course, e-commerce and online business. I love getting my groceries delivered. It saves you so much time and anxiety for that matter, and it makes my life easier. Now, a lot of stores aren't so fond because they prefer you to come in, but really in the long run, they're still making the same amount of money and possibly more because you are picking up items that you might not have seen in the store because the website has set it up in a way to make it much easier. So what are the objectives of a good supermarket? Well, you want to make a really high profit. If you're not making good money, you're going to go out of business. Enhance the services of all departments. The more um, ways you can make life easier for somebody, the better. If you can get people in and out in a short period of time, boom. If you can make everything easily accessible, boom. If you have the people working in the store that are on top of questions and you can get them answered quickly, boom, boom, and boom. That's super important. Again, and with that, you're going to get customer loyalty. And you always want to improve customer loyalty. The more people stay and come back, the more money you're going to make. Again, choose a good place to run your supermarket. 
big cities, Los Angeles, um, San Diego, New York, Dallas, San Francisco, Denver, pick the big cities. That's where you want to go because that's where the most people are. And your scope. What is the scope of your supermarket? Is it the retail chain? Is it transportation systems and stocks, number of retail stores in an area, or product suppliers on a regional basis? What are you looking to, or how are you looking to grow your store? So in conclusion, it is one of the most promising business ideas, but you have to have the time, the money, and the manpower to do the work. If you don't, <laughs> excuse me, if you don't, it's going to be very hard. Now, some of the questions to ask at the bottom, what will the condition be after the pandemic era? How would I find a good supermarket in my area? Are the online supermarkets a good place to buy? Those are all very good questions. And honestly, the first and last go together. Because of the pandemic, people buy online. It's becoming much easier to find them and much more reliable to find them. And then the other one, how would I find a good supermarket? Well, that's really up to you. You go where you're going to get the things. You're not going to know until you check in there. For instance, Ralph's, Vaughn's, Albertson's, all very high and very popular uh, markets. But sometimes they each have their own individual thing. You will go in there and figure out what works, <laughs> excuse me, for you. If you want to read more, go check out the link there. Thank you, everybody, for joining us live. If not, you can share this on replay. As always, we got a great video later, more science class, so stay tuned for that. Thanks for watching and 